0: Chapter Four of An Elementary Study of Insects. This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Jeffrey Smith. An Elementary Study of Insects by Leonard Hasman. Chapter Four. THE HOUSEFLY OR TYPHOID FLY In the housefly we find one of man's most deadly foes. War cannot compare with the campaigns of disease and death waged by this most filthy of all insects. In our recent strife with Spain we lost a few lives in battle, but we lost many more in hospitals due to contagious diseases in the transmission of which this pest played a most important part the fly is dangerous on account of its filthy habits it breeds in filth feeds on filth in open closets slop barrels on the streets and in back alleys and then comes into the house and wipes this germ-laden filth on our food or on the hands or even the mouths of helpless babies. Who has not seen flies feeding on running sores on animals or on spit on sidewalks? These same flies, the next minute, may be feeding on fruits or other food materials. We rebel when pests destroy our crops or attack our stock. But here we have a pest which endangers our very lives, and the lives of those dear to us. If the fly confined itself to filth, we could overlook it, as it would help to hasten the removal of filth. On the other hand, if it avoided filth and remained in our home, we could not overlook it, but we could feel safe that it was not apt to do us A great deal of harm. But, like the English sparrow, one minute it is here, and the next somewhere else, from filth to foods, and then back again to filth. In this way it carries disease germs upon its feet and other parts of its body, and by coming in contact with food material, some of these germs are sure to be left on it, and cause trouble later. The fly's method of carrying disease is different from that of a mosquito, where the germ is carried inside its body. The presence of flies in the home is usually a sign of untidiness, but it means more. It means that disease, and often death, is hovering over the home. We are too apt to consider the fly simply as a nuisance, when we should take it more seriously. The child should be led to realize that the fly should not be tolerated in the home, that it is dangerous, and that it can and must be destroyed. The housefly may pass the winter either as the adult fly in cracks and crannies about the home, or in outbuildings, or it may remain as a hard brown oval pupa in stables and manure piles when, with the first warm days of spring, it escapes from this case as the fly ready to lay eggs for the first colony. The fly breeds largely in horse manure, either in stables, manure piles, or in the street gutters where manure is allowed to collect. Each female lays a large number of eggs, and, since it requires less than two weeks for the pest to mature, we are soon overrun with flies in the summer where steps are not taken to control them. The maggots are often so abundant in stables that they can be scooped out with a shovel. This ceaseless breeding continues from spring until the first frost in the fall. In the control of the fly and prevention of trouble from it there are three important steps to take first of all go to the source of the trouble and do away with or screen all breeding places then by keeping in mind the fact that the fly is comparatively harmless as long as it is kept from filth laden with germs do away with all open closets uncovered slop barrels and other filth. As a further precaution, keep it from the home by the use of screens and, when necessary, swatters. Do not make the mistake of trying to control the pest with the swatters alone. In the country, too often manure is permitted to accumulate about the barn during the summer, with a view of using it on wheat ground in the fall, and this furnishes ideal conditions for the fly to breed another source of constant danger especially in the rural districts is the presence of open closets or worse still the presence of no closet at all this is without doubt the most dangerous accessory of the farm more screens should be used in the home and greater care in keeping them closed Study of the fly and its work. Observe first of all the feeding habits of the fly. What foods in the home is it most fond of? Make a list of all the food materials it is found to feed on. Where and on what is it found feeding outdoors? Do you find it feeding on filth, and if so, on what? Do you find it about the barn? Where is it usually found in the barn? How can the fly carry filth to food materials? In studying the breeding of the fly, determine where it lays its eggs and where the maggots are found. Examine fresh manure in the stable and see if you can find small white maggots about half an inch long and as large around as the lead in a pencil. If you do, place some of them with fresh manure in a glass jar and see what becomes of them. In a few days the maggots will disappear, and, in their places, small oval brown bean-like objects will appear. A few days later these will crack open at one end, and the fly will crawl out. Keep records of the length of time it requires for the pest to pass from one stage to the other. If maggots cannot be gotten, Put some fresh manure in the jar and catch a number of live house flies and put them in with the manure, and watch for results. Collect a jar of fresh manure with maggots and sift over it a little powdered borax and see what happens to the maggots. Where horse manure cannot be properly disposed of, cheap borax is used to throw over piles of manure to destroy the maggots, and prevent the flies from breeding in it write a brief description of the different stages and make careful drawings of these do not mistake the house fly for other flies often found on food in the home collect a few flies and put them in a bottle and drop in with them just a few crumbs of sugar and watch them feed They cannot chew, but a little saliva from the mouth dissolves a little of the sugar, which is then lapped up as syrup. Notice what a peculiar sucker they have for drawing up liquids. How can they crawl along in the bottle with their backs toward the floor? Examine the tip of their feet for a small glue pad, which sticks to the glass. These glue pads and the sucker are well fitted for carrying filth. Examine the fly carefully and write a brief description of it. What color is it? How many legs? How many wings? Are these transparent? Behind the wings there is a pair of small stubs, which is all that is left of the hind pair of wings. Are the eyes large? can you find a pair of small feelers why can you not pick up a fly like you would a grasshopper is their eyesight good why are they always most abundant on a kitchen screen door can they smell what are the flies worst enemies will the toad eat them do chickens eat them Have you ever seen chickens scratching in manure and feeding on the fly maggots? Put a few drops of formaldehyde, which you can get from a druggist, in a few spoonfuls of sweet milk or sugar syrup, and let the flies eat it and see what happens to them. This is one of our best poison baits for flies which get in the home or collect about the dairy. Formaldehyde is a poison, and when used in bait, it must be kept out of reach of children. Just about frost, in the fall, watch for the appearance of inactive flies on walls, windows, and other parts of the house. These have been attacked by a parasitic disease. These are often found sticking to walls and other objects about the room in the winter, and are commonly thought to be passing the winter. The insect we now call the housefly should in the future be termed the typhoid fly, in order to call direct attention to the danger of allowing it to continue to breed unchecked. L.O. Howard End of chapter 4